Welcome back to our P43 or Paddock 43 mini series. So you guys have been loving our mini series so far. Uh, We have covered what is Formula One and flags last week. Speaking of flags, we are all beige flags this week. Um, That is because we are wearing beige. And if you don't know what we're talking about, then maybe you should go back and listen to that episode. But otherwise, the request this week has been tyres. So let's crack into talking about the wonderful strategy of tyres. Kick us off, Pat. Let's. What have you got to say about the tyres? Yeah, so I am starting us off with a little bit of history and who exactly supplies the tyres. So um, I'm sure everyone has seen around or you guys have heard us speak about Pirelli. So Pirelli is the brand um, that supplies the F1 tyres for and this for us, season. for Aussie Bogans, we call it Pirelli. Yeah, Pirelli. <laughs> Pirelli, Pirelli, same potatoes, potatoes. Um, yeah, so they, Pirelli, <laughs> Pirelli um, supply the F1 tyres at the moment. So there's been over the years many different brands that have, have supplied the tyres. We've seen Continental, we've seen Bridgestone, we've seen Michelin. Um But, yes, at the moment, so the Italian manufacturer Pirelli have supplied F1 teams with tyres since 2011. Um, They actually made a return to the sport after previous spells of involvement in the 50s and 80s and 90s. And they were actually one of the several companies to provide tyres at the start of the World Championship back in 1950. So they've they've been around. They know what they're doing. They're the OGs. Mm, They're the OGs. They're also – they used to be the tyre wall. So different brands were would compete um, for usage, I guess. But now they're a sole exclusive supplier. Yes. With an agreement running through to the end of 2024, I think it is. Yes. Yes. So they've got until 2024. So we'll see what happens after 2024. Bridgestone. Yeah. Who's going to come back? So the specification with the F1 tyres were a 13-inch supply for quite a long time. And in 2022, Pirelli produced all new 18-inch tyres as part of a sweeping change to technical regulations. Um, And it's actually so interesting when you look at older F1 cars compared to this year and last year's car and how big the tyres are and how much of a difference it makes. Well, the cars are bigger to cater to those big big tyres as well. Mm. Big boys. Bigger is better. Yeah. Wink, wink. (laughs) Well, the tyres are a huge part of F1 strategy. Um, During a race, the driver is required to use two different types of tyres. So they have to change those tyres, but that can be, you know, adjusted if there's various weather conditions. Um, And after free practice, the teams have to hand in two sets of their tyres, leaving only seven for qualifying in the race. So Amy, you're quite the skilled one in tyres, I reckon. Oh gosh. (laughs) Big call. I'm scared. No, 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 I was going to say, Amy, you're you're quite the uh, skilled connoisseur in the tyres, particularly when it comes to like the slicks and the different weather conditions. So tell us, what do we need to know? I mean, I try. She's good. I try. I try a little bit. So we'll start off with the soft compound, which usually has, well, for the longest of times it had a red red marking on it. It offers the highest level grip for the fastest lap times and it's typically used on smooth and high grip tracks with relatively cooler temperatures. So, you know, something like Silverstone Mm -hmm. is pretty good with the softs as we just saw in Hungary. Not so good because 
the track was so hot. Um, Another thing is soft tyres are ideal for qualifying sessions or during the early stages of a race when track conditions are favourable and teams aim for maximum performance. And then we have the medium compound, so this is C4, the yellow. So the medium tyre provides a good balance between grip and durability. It's suitable for a wide range of track conditions and temperatures. They usually say that the medium compound kind of adapts to whatever track it's on, which is kind of why we see it used the most. Um, it's kind it, of the one that you see a lot of them starting on. Mm. Yeah. Just to test out yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, see what's happening. It's and a nice then, in between. Yeah, exactly. Um, so medium tires are often used for longer stints during the race. Kind of what we said. So a lot of the time they like to – would you say they try to have a longer stint at the start? Yeah, they would because they want to reduce how many times they actually pit. Yeah. Mm. It's only yeah. if you and really those tires. stuff up, you come in for an early pit. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you see things like incidents and um, those sorts of situations where that's when a team will sort of change their structure and maybe – quickly jump on and change to a soft or something if yeah. there's enough time. Mm. Yeah, but we also see it when teams expect the track to degrade or when they want to see more consistent performance throughout the race. So, yeah, it's just good for consistency, mm. I think. And the hard compound, the C3, the white, offers a great durability and longevity, preferred for tracks with higher absorption or hotter temperatures. So that would have been – how many did we see? We saw quite a few of them on the hards in Hungary. Yeah. Yeah, they also, a lot of them started on the hard. Mm. Yeah, a lot started on the hards. But then we – yeah, again in Silverstone we saw Lando and Oscar yeah. put on the hards and everyone was like, oh, my God, this is the worst decision ever. Mm, yeah. But it ended up working for them, which is quite Yeah, I remember um, Lewis Hamilton was just saying, I can't believe the speed they have with those hards. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, it just goes to show how you drive the car. Yeah, exactly. But the tyres do matter. They yep. do. And then hard tyres are typically used on circuits that are demanding on the tyres, such as those with rough surfaces or high-speed corners. They can be a strategic choice to reduce the number of pit stops and manage tyre wear over a longer race distance. All right. So another type of tyre that we have is the intermediate tyres, um, and they're usually marked with a green sidewall. Um, and these are used when the track is damp or has light rain. So a lot of the time, you know, we see in races when you start hearing people on their microphones, you hear a lot of noise and that's when they're saying, do we change to intermediates? Do we not change to intermediates? And kind of figure out how to best deal with a situation like that. So these tyres feature a tread pattern with shallower grooves compared to full wet tyres, which allows them to maintain grip on a wet but drying track. I think that's something that you can notice a lot as well when you see some tyres look quite smooth whilst other ones look a little bit more like the tyres that we have on our cars that are a bit grippier. Um, intermediate tyres are, are designed to disperse water effectively while still providing sufficient grip on a slightly wet surface. Um, and then that takes us to full wet tyres. So the full wet tyres identified by blue sidewall and they are used in heavy rain or when the track is completely wet. These tyres have much deeper grooves and this channels large amounts of water away from the contact patch, maximising grip. So full wet tyres are designed to provide the highest level of water dispersion and grip on a fully wet track, allowing drivers to maintain control and reduce the risk of aquaplaning, which we have seen many a times see it a lot see it a lot see it a lot um lando norris and sochi oh <laughs> oh could have been his first it win been his first win yeah no. yeah that is um yeah sochi 2022 
That is prime example <laughs> of aquaplaning. Horrible. But also the importance of, of the wet tyres. And, and I think as well it's it's so important kind of that distinction between the intermediate tyre and the full wet tyre because sometimes we just have a little drizzle and mm. there's no need for you a full wet tyre. don't need a full wet. No. So we'll go through a few terms you might hear throughout a race weekend. Um, so sometimes they might use the term scrubbed. So teams run new tyres for a few laps in practice to prepare them for optimal performance on race day. Have you ever heard them say that? I don't think I scrubbed. have. Scrubbed. We have the slicks, which is smooth tyres without grooves and used in dry conditions. Compound refers to the hard or softness of the rubber on a tyre. Harder compounds last longer while softer compounds provide better grip. As we went through before, the C5 red, which is soft, the C4 yellow, which is medium, and the C3 white, which is hard. Uh, Then we have blistering when the inside of the tyre overheats compared to the outer part, causing damage and minor explosions. So I think oh I'm sure you guys have seen quite a bit of that on the tyres when they do those close-up shots. Blistering on your foot, like of course you've seen that. I'm like, yes, yes, I have seen that. Yeah, anyway. Well, yeah, it's like a Sorry. blister on your foot, but just on the tire. Yep, and it's rubber, and it's uncomfortable. That's horrible. Graining when the outside surface of the tire gets hotter than the inside, resulting in the outer rubber breaking off and sticking to the tire's surface. That's when it kind of looks really mm. uneven and icky and sticky. Mm. Icky and sticky. <laughs> Then we have a flat spot, which is a patch on the tyre where the curved surface becomes flat. And this occurs when a driver brakes too late and the wheel stops turning momentarily, causing the tyre to scrape along the ground. Hmm. Mm. I just found that one interesting. Yeah. And, of course, the one we hear all the time, DEG. DEG. Short for tyre degradation. It refers to the gradual loss of tyre performance due to wear. So that was it. There's a lot of different terminology. I think another another interesting thing to touch on with tyres is obviously the tyre blankets. So mm-hmm. a lot of the time when the cars are sitting in their garages, um, you see the tyres, they're sort of covered by these blankets. Yeah, they're blankets, blankets basically. They're, they're trying to keep them warm. They're trying to keep them warm. So they're basically preheated. They preheat the tyres before a race, typically up to 100 degrees. Um, which is very hot. warm and I would love to wrap myself in one of those blankets this winter. Oh, um, oh I thought you meant the tire. I was like, you're going to oh, burn. Yeah, not the tire. Maybe just the blanket. You get a blister. <laughs> you get a blister. But interesting though because they're it's in question um, or there's talks of potentially actually banning tire blankets Yeah, because they're trying to phase them out. Yeah. And again, this is a way for F1 to reduce their carbon footprint. But how does it would removing uh, tire blankets – because they take carbon. Well, because they're using more electricity, right? To heat, to heat them up. Yeah. But by removing the blankets and not preheating those tires, yeah. you're almost creating a more even field because it takes longer to warm up those tires, particularly if you're starting on the hards, because you're zigzagging a lot more, which means possibly more crashes it as would, well. It would yes. change the race so much. Yeah, it would. I know at the moment they have they have brought it down or as of last year the rules changed to allow only five sets of tyres heated to a maximum of 70 degrees Celsius. Yeah, that'll watch this space. I think we'll see there's going to be a lot of tyre blankets on the market and I might want one. I'll get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wonder if I'll get one. A discount. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we have a podcast. Can we buy one? <laughs> We can hang it up in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Pirelli, sponsor us. Hello. 
So one of the million dollar questions in F1 is what happens to the tyres afterwards, particularly with the Formula One getting a lot of criticism over ecological practices, you would say. Uh, But Pirelli actually has a green technology policy. So they're very strict about that. So each tyre also, I will say this is quite expensive. They say it's about $1,700 estimated cost. So... Wait, per tire? Per tire. Mm-hmm. She's a lot. She's expensive. And wow. they supply just over 40,000 tires per year. So they get used a Can lot. Can someone do the math? Yep. <laughs> Sometimes I forget how much money there is in the world. Oh, no. It's like how? 68 million. Oh. Yep. 68 million in tires. Just tires. So wow. at the end of the race, all teams have to return all tyres, even unused tyres, back to Pirelli. And Pirelli then assess the quality of the tyres, actually go back and look at all the data of that, and then they rip them apart. And then the tyres are shredded at the Didcot plant in England, and then they're transported to cement factories. And these factories use the pellets as fuel in the process of cement manufacturing. Mm, Wow. Nice. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. So Mm. they kind of make it full circle. And then the cement manufacturing... They redo tracks. No, I'm kidding. I don't know if they go full circle. But so, uh, so it's not like know. on The Simpsons when there's a tire wall on no, fire. No, yeah, no. They, yeah, they don't burn them on fire, but they actually use them a little bit. But that's why you never see them, you know, taking the tires with them when they're packing up a yeah, Grand yeah, Prix. yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, so they have to give them back to Pirelli. I like that. Yeah, I had a, I got a Pirelli hat one year at the Grand Prix, but then I lost it. Oh. Really sad. That's why. <laughs> I like thought of a joke in my head and I was like, that's not funny. So I didn't say it. So I just laughed to myself. <laughs> you know, when you're like, oh, no, I'm going to stop myself. That's yeah, bad. you're like, oh, I'm not going to say that. What were you going to say? I can't really remember. Oh it was like God. something dumb to do with Max and his Pirelli hat today. Like, oh my being, God, yeah. Being like, you should ask <laughs> Max Pirelli for hat. his, send him a DM. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's kind of everything. I mean, we could do a deep dive, another deep dive into other elements of tyres, like strategies. Um, but We're yeah, starting that's you off short and sweet. Short and sweet. And that is our little mini series on tyres. Hopefully you've learned a little bit. And yes. let us know what else you want to know about the Formula One. Uh, if you want to deep dive into some of the drivers or a team, you'd like to know more about the terminology, send us a message on Instagram and we will cater that to you. We'll give you anything you want. And where can they find us, Amy? At Paddock43 on Instagram and TikTok. And also remember, subscribe. Give us a five star. We want those five stars. And send this around to your other friends that also want to get into F1. Because we got you. We do. But thank you so much for listening. And we will be back in your ears next week. Bye. Bye.